Yo, what up? It's your boy Knowledge right here, host of Stick to the Script Podcast. You make sure you guys tune in the Cool Concept Podcast, where we bring you everything from hip-hop, video games, anime, and movies. So make sure you check us out every week. Are you tired of reading the same manga over and over again? Well, subscribe to NorthCaesar.com and you can read comics and manga like Armored Dragon, Premise 7, Space Pop, Shinto, Monarchs, and many more for only $2.99 a month with the Nord membership. Or you can go for Nord Gold for the whole year just for 25 bucks. And get this, with Nord Gold you get $10 off for the entire year. I think that's dope. So come subscribe to NordCaesar.com. This is a cool concept podcast with your boy Mikhail Miles, and today we have a special guest, Tokyo Fire writer Andrew Archer. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Thanks, thanks, thanks for uh, uh, for the invite. It's uh, it's cool to actually start talking about um, uh, the comic and just uh, just talking in general, I guess. Like actually talking to people while being in in isolation is pretty cool. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So, how you doing during this whole, like, uh, crazy uh, yeah. thing that we're having in this world? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, like, Australia is a, uh, a very weird place. If you can't tell by now, uh, from my accent, I'm from Australia. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I'm, I'm not quite Steve Irwin. Uh, I'm more kind of... Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, I think, is the the, the accent. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, cool. But, uh, that's cool. Yeah, look, uh, no, uh, Australia is is handling quite well. Um, mm. uh, it's that's quite, cool. it's good, man. But it's just like it, it's it's given people, I think, a chance to 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 go back into the lab and just kind of um, you know start mm-hmm. start working creatively. It, it's given me the 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 kicking the pants I need to um, uh, to actually sort of get out there and finish like a printed version of the, the comic um, so as you mentioned nice. I've, I've got a, um, uh, a I guess you'd call it a, a western manga um, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it reads uh, left to right so it's, it's not really traditional manga but um, uh, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun it's, it's great but like you know it's, it's given me the chance to actually get out there and and you know, actually finish this print spread the word. Yeah, like it's you know, to, to actually get um, uh, serious with it, I think. So um, mm-hmm. it's it, it's been terrible for for everyone. Like I'm sure you know, there there are people who are probably hearing this or out there in the world who have lost jobs and so forth. But um, you know, there's yeah. there's a lot more creative work going on, I think, and um, I think it's sort of helped bring bring the whole community together. So so yeah, yeah. That, together, yeah. Yeah, that that's how it's it's going on, on on my end. So, um, just yeah, just maintaining and, and just trying to finish off and, and and pump out some brand new content. That's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, I really like your um you and you and nice. Yeah, I really like the uh, cover. The cover for the first volume is pretty dope. So, uh, keep yeah, keep, that... keep doing work. Yeah, for real, man. Well, that's uh, the cover was done by uh, an Australian artist called uh, Miyukiko. Oh. Uh, she's from from Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah, she's uh, she does. Um, uh, I, I just love the fact that she does like a lot of. I was looking for something which was kind of, you know, a bit painted. It was sort of mm-hmm. a, almost like a a, a watercolor, um, 
And uh, yeah, the cover was done yeah. by the Australian artist, and she does it really well. She's kind of also known for, for cosplay. She does all the, the the conventions and things out here, and um, she you know cosplays mm-hmm. a, a lot of male characters. So she's sort of known for her you know kind of gender bending sort of uh, cosplay sort of stuff. But um, uh, fantastic mm-hmm. artist. She she also has her own manga as well uh, called uh, Bewinder. Uh, but yeah, no, no, the, the the actual artist who does the um, uh, the art mm. names his name's nice, um, uh, great yeah. artist from the Philippines, and uh, yeah, he's he, we sort of connected really, we connect well because we're both we're both old guys. I mean, not too old, mm. but we're, we're <laughs> kind of yeah. the old guy, and um, we both like the same sort of stuff. It's it kind of harkens back to the old um, mm. era and and uh blame and you know uh-huh. dystopian sort of works like you know neon genesis evangelion sort of thing so we both mm. love the the same sort of style we both love the same things but um yeah print version is finally done that cover you're talking about yeah it's 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 uh it's fantastic but that was done by uh, an australian artist um so you know it's, it's i thought it's it's prudent to to, to mention her and and get her name in there as well but uh yeah thanks for that dude i appreciate it i appreciate the, the kind words no problem no, no problem man uh so tell us about yourself who is uh andrew archer yeah <laughs> um very old nerd i guess um you know i <laughs> i i remember I, I grew up in a family of of nerds uh both my my brothers <laughs> um you know they love things like uh napoleonic war gaming and dungeons and dragons and you know sort of playing old video ah. games and um you know when I, I i grew up sort of um uh with them um sort of them passing down all of that nerdy sort of stuff to me but i also mm-hmm. about probably about 95 or so 96 i started getting into my own interest too and one of those interests was was anime like it was really okay before that it, it was hard to get that in australia um uh actually it was, it was just kind of hard to get it anywhere there, there were lots of companies there in uh north america sort of you know pumping out lots of um uh, localized content for, for anime but in australia it was a bit difficult um there was one company who was doing it they're from the the uk they're called uh manga uk they're still doing it but they sort of yeah came- yeah yeah, I heard they collaborated with uh, was it Funimation? Yeah, exactly. It- yeah, so so yeah, yeah. they've sort of yeah. become uh, distributors now, but um, you know they they actually worked a lot on creating sort of localized content back in the day, and um, you know mm-hmm. they were the pioneers in in getting things out in Australia. So um, you know going to sort of blockbuster. And suddenly, there's an entire section of, of anime which you know didn't exist the day before, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" And it's all thanks to, to companies like, <laughs> like like manga. And because of that, like that just that just rocked my world, man. Like, you know, before that, yeah, yeah. The only thing I'd seen was um, Akira. You know, Akira uh, obviously had a you know it had a bigger release through like a, a bigger company, but suddenly there's all this stuff you've never heard of before. And it just rocked my world. So, you know, who I am is just this kind of mixture of of old school D and D, tabletop wargaming, um, video wargaming, and weirdly, just lots of 
stuff from Japan. It just kind of I don't know. I, I just feel like this kind of blend of mm-hmm. of of everything, and um, you know that's that's affected the way I write. Um, it's affected the kind of project mm. that I I do. But um, um, yeah, that's I guess that's me in a nutshell. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking a lot because I I just had caffeine. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I don't normally. Have no, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit of um I'm 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 like old school yeah slash new school. I'm a blend of both. Yeah. Right. So like when it comes to video games and you know anime, I you know. I tend to watch uh, old and new an- anime as well. Yeah, so, right, man. Yeah, I agree with you. So, um, yeah. Well, that's cool. So, like, um, what I, I mean, sorry to, to turn the tables on you, but what I'm really no, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. What it's I'm okay. I'm interested in 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 hearing from yourself is like, um, uh-huh. uh, you know, obviously, um, the Australian perspective is is, is very different on. On manga and, and anime, we're sort of, you know, we're we're really sort of um, um, uh, trying to emulate what's what's happening uh, in the states. Um, you know, for yourself from uh, you're from Canada. Um, you know, was it difficult yeah. for yourself um, in trying to find yourself as an, an uh, anime person early on? I mean, did you have access to the same kinds of things that they had in the states? Or you know, for yourself, was it kind of hard, like like us here in Australia? I, I actually, in Canada, we had it here. Uh, we had uh, what do you call it? Fox, yep. right. Fox Kids, and then we had uh, YTV. I don't know if you know what YTV is in, here in Canada. They had uh, Friday nights, anime Friday nights um for like a good like two two three years and then they shut it down for some reason i think i'm guessing because of uh there's too many like japanese culture influence into oh, right yep the anime and, yeah and then um what else oh shoot what else yeah i think that was basically it that was basically our introduction to anime mostly um and then the four kids tv came came yeah, about right. With uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, right. Yu- yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, and, um, Sonic X and everything, and oh, and Digimon as well, and that was basically it for like um, anime. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. YTV had um, Beyblade as well, so that was basically it for for anime, and then um, when I went like earlier in my um younger years basically when i what the days i watched dragon ball z um i watched them on ytv early in the morning 6 a.m and that was the only time it will come on basically and that was like the only anime that we had at the time next to sailor moon as well basically so um i guess we had a little bit yeah. Not not so much into anime, but I, guess, uh, I yeah. guess all it takes is that one little spark. I mean, all those programs that you mentioned, um, you know, they are the the great entry points, I think, into you know the world of anime and and, mm. and everything that that comes from it. Um, you know, for myself, 
you know, Akira was great, but the first thing that, that came before that was uh, Robotech, you know, which, you know, many years later, I would find out Robotech. was just Macross. But, um, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it served as, it, it served its purpose. It, it was the great entry point. And I think that's, that's all it takes is just that 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 one little show that that one little thing and suddenly your entire world has changed like um it's you know and 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 that changes our our entire lives it changes the way we we write things it changes the way that we um uh we look at the world how we consume Mm -hmm. media um you know so so give me one give me one second robot 10 what's that was that a 3d uh uh Cartoon uh, or animation? Yeah. Robotech. Yeah, okay, um, never mind. Damn. Okay. No, uh, that's uh, my bad. Sorry, I didn't actually hear. He said Robotech. Um, <laughs> basically, the the concept was is that back in like uh, the eighties, there was this company called Harmony Gold, and they were importing oh, lots of, of stuff from Japan. And then one day, this guy called Mom- Carl mm-hmm. Maycheck, I think his name is, um, he goes, you know what? What we should do is we should just take these these three anime series, redub our own our mm-hmm. own dialogue over the top, and create. That's that's what four kids. That's what oh, four right. kids did as well. That's what they they, they redubbed it, but also changed certain like uh, certain things like uh, the rice yeah, ball exactly. into a hot, yeah, hot dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come 1985, um, Robotech is sort of massive in the West, um, and Macross, which is what it's actually what it actually was in Japan, get kind of pushed to the wayside. And then, of course, many years later, um, I would, you know, by having access to to actually, you know, to to good anime channels and so forth, you come to realize that oh yeah, Macross was first, Macross was better, and um, you, your entire world has changed, but yeah, it, 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 it all came from that one little seed, like that, that that one little spark, that one TV show that that just changed it all, right? And, and it led me right up to the point where here I am sitting on my couch talking to you about uh, the Tokyo Five, you know, and and that wouldn't ha- have happened at all if I didn't watch that dumb little cartoon in the eighties, you know. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Yep, I'm still here. Andrew? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um What inspired you to become a writer? Um I think it was just always there. Um you know, I used to write my own fan fictions. Um when I was young, I used to love, I mean I still do, the Aliens franchise. Um and I think the oldest fan fiction I used to write was I used to write my own stories set in the the aliens universe so um, I love doing that and you know there, there was nothing that told me to do that I just did it because it felt right um, my father he he used to do poetry he was a, a Vietnam war veteran but when he was there he used to, to, to write his own poetry um, my brother ended up writing his own poetry too. I don't know. It just seems to be innate. It's just something which you can't explain. You just want to write. Um, so I, I graduated from doing alien fan fiction to 
um, deciding to just write my own comics. When I was um, in seventh grade, I had a comic book called Super Sperm. <laughs> and the concept was is that he was this little <laughs> sperm that would cruise around the body and just fight evil evil versions <laughs> of, of um, uh, anatomy. So... Um, the one I remember mm-hmm. there was uh, Super Sperm versus Evil Ovary was one Super Sperm <laughs> versus the Ball Brothers so it was the, it was these two testicles <laughs> that would sort of their their power was that they would bounce around and, and sort of you know just they would hit people that way instead of you know bang 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 um, and they they'd the panel <laughs> which would hurt in real life anyway I don't know but anyway um yeah, it was just uh, I just it was just doing dumb stuff, and there was nothing I guess that that, that inspired me to do it. It's just it was always there, you know. It was just uh, I think that's uh, I think it's the same with with everyone. Like everyone who writes, they do it because you know, they they get some kind of satisfaction out of it, some kind of enjoyment out of it, you know. And it's it's you can tell the people who write. Um, because you know they want to make money out of it or you can tell the people who write because they they want some kind of level of fame out of it um uh it was for me it was just always there like even if even if i'm not doing it like professionally i i'd still be doing it you know like before i was writing um comic books uh well I guess after my mm-hmm. my childish comic books, like after Super Sperm, sort of between then and sort of doing comics now, mm-hmm. I mean I was doing music, and to me that was just another extension of of writing. It's just always there, you know. And I think people who who hear this and and you know will, will probably agree. Like it's just there. You can't help it. Like it's just it's it's it, it doesn't go anywhere. Like it's it's just always in the back of your mind you just always have to create something whether it's music whether it's whether it's uh, a script uh, whether it's just writing Mm -hmm. a dumb little story or even just a blog post Um, yeah I agree with you it's it's always there and um, uh, yeah and I'm sure it's the same for you I'm sure it's the same for um, uh, any creative okay yeah Mm. all right how did the idea of uh, Tokyo Five begin? I know you elaborated that yeah. like, earlier, but if you want to like ex- yeah, sure. extend on that, well, go ahead. Uh, effectively, it was um, uh, technically it came down to I, I live on uh, the Gold Coast in Australia, which is sort of kind of halfway up the country. If you're, if you're looking at uh, Australia, um, sort of go almost halfway, um, just a bit above halfway. And on the very far right-hand side, um, that's where I am. For a while there, for a few years, I, I moved down to Melbourne, which is a city way down south, very cold, um, but very often popping. You know, like it's it's kind of the the cultural hub of of um, uh, Australia. Um, Sydney likes to think they are, but Melbourne has that title, I think. But um, anyway, um, I spent five years there, and I was working for a company. And one day, this guy came in. Uh, he was a, a, a Chinese student, and he was sort of helping us with some some app work. Um, and uh, he goes, "Oh, he what? Like at lunchtime, I walk past his desk, and I noticed that he was working on a manga." And I said, 
I said, are you actually, like, are you drawing this? And he goes, yeah. And then he showed me his artwork. And his artwork (laughs) was unbelievable. Like, fantastic. And I said to him, you know, look, I've got a kind of like a an idea for a script and it was just the idea for the script I had it was the very first version of the Tokyo 5 it was called The City it wasn't the same it wasn't the same setting or, 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 or anything like that but it was mm-hmm. the same basic premise it was just set in like uh, uh, sort of a, mm-hmm. an unnamed city called The City and um, he goes he goes oh it's great he goes okay let's let's work on something and he goes, okay, but just know, I can't draw male characters very well. I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take my script and I'll turn mm. them all into female characters. And then um, he ended up going back to China. Uh, we didn't end up doing the work. And so this new updated script I had went from being this this sort of basic premise called The City to um, this thing which all had all female characters uh, was set into Tokyo. And um, was now sort of more more mangified than it was before. Um, I, I'd originally planned sort of like a, a Western style comic before, but uh, you know, upon meeting this guy, um, I went. He just changed my my entire view. I said, maybe I can make it a manga. So that's the, the kind of basic premise. <laughs> was, but um, uh, you know, the original idea was I just loved Akira. Like I, it felt to me there was a lot more story to be told um and also at the time a lot of when the story was was put together um you know uh the whole isis thing was was you know popping off and as crazy Mm. as it sounds that that somehow influenced uh the the comic but it kind of did like i was thinking about you know the idea of um, seeing things from the terrorist perspectives. Now, I'm not saying in, in any way, shape, or form, you know, like we should see things from ISIS's perspective, but I, I, I was just thinking from like the point of view of, you know, looking at, at a comic book from the point of view of the terrorist. And so that's kind of how it, it came about was like, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it sort of ble- it, it became this thing of the these five girls, um, you know, part of a um, uh, uh, a resistance group trying to work against sort of sort of an evil, overbearing government. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was a, a long process to get there. Like you know, it went through many drafts. It went through many ideas. You know, it started off as a Western comic, but it all everything just kind of blended together to you know over time to create this 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 story so it's it took a long while to get there but um uh the story eventually got there like it's kind of a an ode to the idea of um you know the first idea that you put down on paper is never going to be the one that you that that gets printed it's always going to go through five or six different drafts five or six different ideas even as you're writing things um you go oh i can do this um and uh, things will change. So, um, yeah, it, it just started as 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 just, just this this dumb idea of of thinking about terrorism, um, thinking about you know looking at things from different perspectives, and then it just became about five girls with cool powers. You know. <laughs> okay. 
that's that's cool that's cool man um how do you feel that you have your first volume of Tokyo 5 online well store? um it's it's great like i mean i guess that means it's officially published i guess i'm now an officially published author I, that's that's the thing that that's the thing i feel <laughs> the best about it's, it's what i feel the the proudest about mm-hmm. and um it's also what uh, nice also feels the proudest about like it's it's you know it's the first time he's had anything published in the west he's he's worked with uh, publishers in the philippines before um but uh, it's just a it's, it's pride you know and I think that should be the, the driving factor behind yeah. anyone um, doing things themselves you know like we we keep coming back to this idea of you know you need to be published but you know you really don't like you know yeah. if you've got a great idea um, and if you've got the means to do things yourself you should always do things yourself and um, uh yeah, so the feeling I get, so to answer your question, the feeling I get is, you know, immense pride, but also um, uh, pride in the, the knowledge that I've gained knowledge. Like, you have to do everything yourself. Like, today I'm currently fixing up um, the, the final print version because, you know, getting the test prints back, I hadn't quite worked out how to, to, to deal with perfect binding on the spine yet, blah, blah, blah. And you learn that yourself. Mm. Like there's no one, there's no one to teach you. It's kind of so. Yeah, it's 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 immense pride in um, just knowing things now, in knowing how to do things properly the next time, in um, watching scripts evolve. Like my scripts um, in the very first issue, the first chapter was so convoluted and so silly, and then you know. You, you work with, with the, the artist and you sort of realize that, oh, I can simplify these scripts. I can make things easier for, 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 for both of us and still um, get the same point across. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of knowledge going on. So it's, it's pride in, in both getting things done and pride in learning a lot to be able to, for the next time, to, to do a comic or a book or, or anything like that. Yeah, knowing that uh, we're going to knock it out of the park the next time. So I, I I noticed like earlier in your guys' earlier days, uh, you guys did a physical copy for, to the first chapter. Yeah, so there was a uh, a smaller did, book of the first half of the, the the full volume. Okay, okay. Was that like a rough? Like, did that like um told you you need to, you need to like uh. M- do like the like the the, yeah. the prints a lot better or oh, yeah, totally. whatever it, it also helps oh, okay. as well um in uh well the the comic book is set as tankabon size so tankabon obviously sizing is the you know sort of the standard i forget the the final measurements i think it's like five inches by seven so it's so it's so it's not ma- so it's not manga size it's... yeah well i mean like the well the first version that we did was like the actual comic is set up to mm. be traditional manga sizing um what i the big thing I, I learned from that first print was um don't print in america um they uh, <laughs> you know like um i mean don't I mean, 
don't get me wrong. Like it's 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 not because the the, the printing there sucks. It's it's actually because um, with the Australian dollar the way it is, with um, uh, the cost of, mm-hmm. of getting things shipped, it's easier to print in the states. And there's mm-hmm. a lot more people that do traditional manga sizing in in the states. But the thing that I learned was, you know, just um, just work with Australian printers. Um, just work with um, uh, uh, you know locals in in you know trying to bring down prices and and you know you just just actually sort of take a bit more time and a bit more pride in the comic book instead of just trying to, to throw it out there quickly by doing uh, a quick print so that was what that that first print taught taught us a lot was like you know just just take time so that's why that that first print i mean that was like two years ago now um and uh yeah so that 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 taught us a lot in like yeah just just slow down like um uh get a better cover (laughs) done like um uh spend some time doing uh, a proper table of contents um um maybe adding some bios so you know people actually know who these characters are and and what they do so yeah that 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 first print it's cheap it was quick and it taught us a lot about how to do things properly that's it's always it's always good to learn it's always good to learn trust me about that all right uh do you see tokyo 5 being an anime adaption in the future uh (laughs) what company would it be well (laughs) i well i mean look um I'd love it to be. Um, I don't see it being that. It's you know because I, I even though it's only just finished, it's taken a long time to make it. Right. So you go back and you look at the very first chapters and you go, yeah. oh, I could have written that better, um, or I don't think the story flows well there, or, or, or whatever. Um, so I don't see it as being an adaptation. Um, I'd love it to be, obviously, because it's 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 oh, got a okay. it's it's got a great. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of like Game of Thrones where like there's you're following the stories of, of many different people at once you know it's, it's just like Saga or yeah Game of Thrones or, or, or something so it, it would work great a, as a series I don't think it, it, it ever will be I'd love it to be if it was I'd love it to be made by see I'm old school and I love old companies like um, uh, Gainax um, you know they made uh Evangelion, they made fully coolie, you know, like some of my favorite anime sort of things mm-hmm. ever made. Um, so yes, somewhat old mm-hmm. school. Like, no, I, I mean, I love guys like Trigger and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, like this, the quality is always hit or miss. It, it really comes down to who, not just who makes it or who animates it, um, but also, you know, just just who writes it, mm-hmm. who directs it. You know, like that's that's what really the the, the thing you know True. like uh production ig have made some of my favorite series ever but they've also made some pretty terrible ones too so <laughs> it really comes down to who's who's directing yeah, them, you yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah okay okay do you see, also do you see a lot oh, of yeah, I mean, too <laughs> I, I know i know I a lot that would work so much better oh, than, than really? anime like yeah I, really i i, 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 wow. I see it kind of as a uh sort of a gritty sort of street story about sort of um um revolution so 
with, with, with a rewrite, totally. Like that, that's actually something I would love to do, and it's actually something I would probably push to do. Um, I'm toying up between the idea of actually doing a script, you know, taking the the basic concept and uh, redoing the script, um, keeping it set in Tokyo, um, uh, having all the you know all, all, all the dialogue in Japanese and so forth, so it's all authentic and sort of doing it right. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I um, people have have been talking about doing like uh, an Akira live action version for you know for decades and you know george takei um you know very prominent japanese american actor you know he says that the only way that sort of live action stuff like akira would, would ever work um is if you actually have japanese actors you have you know proper dialogue you know and you actually have it set in Japan. and um uh I, I see tokyo five that way like not sort of making a westerners westernized version of it but actually doing it in japan with proper actors you know proper with, with the, the proper dialogue sorry um i think it, it would work really well as a live action adaption it's something i would probably look at start putting together myself like pretty soon actually it's, it's something i'm definitely thinking about there's you know like 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 anything there's a thousand projects i want to do and there's a thousand things that i've started to write so uh, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's on the list so definitely it's definitely on the list for live action for sure that's okay that's that's dope that's a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't uh, imagine their work being a live action because a lot of like anime fans really hate live action I could agree because I saw one of my childhood favorite anime yeah. made into a live action and that live action is called Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, look, there's, there's, there's been a lot of a lot of missteps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you have you, and then you have like Death Note, and then you have um, I guess the Avatar: yeah. The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, yeah. Attack on Titan as well. Yeah. But I mean, look. So, um, the new Ghost in the Shell, I don't know if you're a big Ghost in the Shell fan. I mean, I'm a massive fan of, of Ghost in the Shell. But the new, it's, it's normally been 2D animation. This time around, they've gone for like that sort of Clone Wars 3D style uh, animation. And yeah, I saw that. surprisingly, it works well. It, it sort of, it told me that, you know, there are things that could actually work well in live action. Like seeing the characters in 3D in three dimensions, because you know, Ghost in the Shell is basically it, it's just a glorified cop show, and um, you know about, about detectives sort of cracking cyber cases. And I think there are some things that could work well, you know, in in live action. You know, obviously Attack on Titan wouldn't, or Dragon Ball Z, you know, definitely wouldn't because there's so many things at play but some yeah. things probably could you know and uh, it it's it's just a a, a a process of seeing what works and what doesn't and unfortunately we're getting a lot of stuff that doesn't work but um you know every now and then something could come along that just that works you know then you don't know until we try yeah, it. yeah. definitely definitely <laughs> oh, well 
I'm not a fan yeah, of live action. Hey, look, so, that's and, and look, that, that, that's um, uh, you know, that's especially considering that with 2D animation, like you know, you can do so much more. Like you can just show yeah. so so many more things. You don't have to to worry about special effects. The entire <laughs> thing is a special effect from start to finish. So, um, I I, I totally understand. You know, I, I I I totally get it, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite character on Tokyo uh, Five? Fury, uh, hands down. Like, there's no, there's no question. Um, she's everyone's favorite so far. Um, uh, she's the sort of onesie, sort of tiger onesie wearing, sort of sword wielding kind of maniac. Um, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I wrote her to just kind of be. She's just kind of pure chaos, you know. Like the whole point of her is that she she has had this sort of you know troubled childhood and she sort of grew up um uh in the shadow of a father who who wanted her to do lots of horrible things and kill people and and so forth from from a very early age and so she's Mm -hmm. she's kind of just pure chaos and she's great like you know she has sort of the best lines of the whole the whole thing she has the best uh, the best scenes. She's always she's always front and center in 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 getting things done, you know. And um, yeah, hands down, Fury. I mean, the the way I, I, I've structured the story is that it's called the Tokyo Five, but we're really only focused primarily on probably three of those five. Um, uh, there will be I, I I have planned future sort of volumes. I don't know if they will happen. I I hope they will. But um, you know, the idea was to use this first volume to set up the story, um, and then from there, you know, we're going to have sort of regular, um, you know, stories that involve all the characters from from here on in. But um, you know, for right now, you know, the main characters in in that first volume, front and center, it's you know the character of Yama, the character of Fury, and the character of Arnie. And, and Fury is is the one that sort of that's um has all the coolest stuff happening and she she looks the coolest too i think she's you know i, I remember saying to, to nice i remember saying like from day one like he drew this this uh the first version of her um and i was like no nah, she needs sneakers like she needs she needs you know she needs some some cool sneaks and um she, mm. she's just hip like she's just trapped in her own world and and um uh you know just does what she wants and you know everyone would love to do what they want and she just get, gets a chance to do it all the time which is cool true 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 that uh, so how did you and Nice me I know you elaborated that early yeah. on the podcast um, you want to add more to how do you yeah. guys uh, sure. Look, met I mean, before here's the thing like Nice is a really great example of, um, you know, you just have to look around to find a great artist. So when I I was planning mm-hmm. on doing, I, I I'd made the choice. So after this guy that I was working with, after he'd moved back to to China, I moved out of Melbourne, sort of back home here to Queensland on the Gold Coast, and I was just thinking, I really want to get that that comic thing going like i'd really love to to get a comic going and i still had my heart set on sort of a western comic so i did but not knowing any artists i did what most people i think should be doing when they don't know artists or 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 they don't know how to contact artists is um just looking so 
I went to all the local comic cons here and I uh, went down uh, Artist Alley and I was grabbing like business cards from artists and sort of going to their site and uh, checking it. And there was one artist, like a local artist, and uh, he was sort of busy for, for the next few months. But he says, oh, I'm keen to, to do some artwork, you know, for you, but um, it'll be like a few months. And in that few months, I just I just got sort of tired of waiting and I said, you know, all good. Like, I understand, like, you're busy, so, you know, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll part ways. And I was really bummed and I just went, I've looked everywhere. I've looked through Twitter. I've looked, I've gone to local cons. I've, you know, been talking to people in person. Mm-hmm. And just this weird idea just came to my head. I went, what about Fiverr? You know, the website Fiverr? where people do stuff mm. for five bucks well i mean not but yeah 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 i know that side i know that side. it's a great it's a great side to find um manga well, artists as well that's what too, i didn't so. realize I, I was there looking for like a western comic book artist <laughs> and this guy he had this this yeah. like preview because he obviously nice had you know he's done work before with publishers and so forth and so he put up some of his his published work on his fiber page and i just went this guy's great and then, and then I realized why don't I just make it a manga instead and so that's how it started I literally found him on Fiverr after exhausting every localized you know every local sort of venue I yeah. resource yeah resource and like oh. yeah Fiverr like of yeah. all places and then we just kind of connected and yeah. <laughs> uh, it just continued on and we just kept doing it from from there like but yeah fiverr uh of all places i mean obviously his work isn't five bucks so it's 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 you know he 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 has yeah. his, his rates and so forth that he and uh yeah and we're we just kind of we just kind of became friends like we just talk we just you know he's just a, a good dude you know and um yeah fiverr so if you if someone is hearing this and is after like someone you know they're, they're like where do i look like where do i where do i go to find an artist to fiverr um and you know don't yeah. don't be stingy yeah. you know don't be like hey um this is fiverr i want five bucks like you know you pay the artist what they want you pay them for their work and he you know i pay for his work and mm-hmm. and uh his his he's worth every cent you know so yeah fiverr yeah um nice nice is really dope i looked at a one of his uh previous work before really dope artist really detailed as well like his backgrounds from the background from the character design really dope and also his name is really dope nice studio i wanted (laughs) i wanted that name but (laughs) but uh but yeah but yeah dope artist dope artist i give a shout out to him So okay, so are you going to be working on um, Tokyo Five Volume Two in the near future? Uh, yes, um, uh, but not in the capacity that I'd like to. So I've got all these ideas for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to sort of begin working on sort of a treatment of a story, maybe even a few scripts. But um, you know, realistically, until the first volume is sort of properly out. Um, really, what I'm, I'm trying to do is is use this first volume 
to leverage as, as leverage to sort of approach publishers and say, hey, look, I've done this. Um, uh, I'd love to start working on some some other stuff. So yes, um, I've actually mapped out in the the first print volume that we're, I'm, I'm, I'm just finishing today. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I've got some images for. Uh, what's actually going to be in volume two if there ever was like uh, nice and I have worked on some some images um, they're absolute absolutely you yeah. know, freaking bonkers um, the story just sort of go to a whole new dimension <laughs> literally um, and um, uh, so yeah so definitely absolutely like I, I I love this 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 title I love working with these characters it's a really awesome sandbox to play in. Um, it's just you know right now I'm looking at trying to get some some other you know points on the board, um, use it as leverage to to talk to publishers about other projects, um, but you know there definitely will be volume two in one way shape or form whether it's you know a book maybe it's it's uh, hell I don't know maybe it's an audio story podcast but it's it's definitely coming um, but just perhaps not in the the way that um, you know. Uh, I think it will be for right now. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So that's all for the yeah, like right. serious questions. Now we're on to the fun questions. <laughs> all right. Hit me. <laughs> Favorite group. You can Favorite pick one. Wu Tang. Favorite hip hop group. Sorry, favorite yep. hip hop group. Mm. Wu Tang or G Unit yeah. or Dipset okay. or NWA or TDE. Pick only uh, one. Wu Tang, probably. Um, it's you know they're, they're not all the best rappers, um, but RZA, you know, just can't 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 mm. be messed with. You know, like Dipset, their quality goes up and down. Yeah. They've got classics. But you know, I after after a mm-hmm. while, like their lyrics just kind of grate on you. Like you know, ooby wooby wobby wooby. It's just it it does nothing for me. Um, <laughs> uh, G Unit, you know, Fifty can't mess with Fifty. He's great, Young Buck, and 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 so forth. Like they're they're awesome. But like Wu Tang is forever, man. Like that that production, it doesn't go away. You know, that first album just doesn't go away. Yeah. There are albums of theirs that you just want to, you know you'd love to bury like iron flag like we can we can ditch that album forever but like um uh yeah, we'll yeah. Take for sure hands down okay okay all right what's your favorite japanese manga oh um well akira i i i, I straight up just yeah akira um yeah Okay. It's just it's beautiful. The art- artwork is just like you just can't mess with it. It's like you know, Otomo to this day is a guy that every every artist who who works on your favorite mangas, like they look at this guy and and he's the person that they pray to. You know, yeah. If 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 you haven't read Akira, you have to go out right now and read Akira. It is amazing. All right. So you go into yeah. an arcade. And you see two of the most famous uh, cabinets in the arcade. Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Which one would you choose? Mortal Kombat. The Blood, I think. (laughs) Well, actually, no. I I don't know if the cabinet version. No, no, it did. Um, 
Yeah, I, I uh, Street Fighter is too pretentious for me. Like, you know, like all those, you know, <sighs> these people, people are <laughs> so into it. Like, they're just so snobby about Street Fighter. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Well, yeah. yeah. Mortal Kombat? Okay. Fatalities, man. <laughs> Favorite old school anime of all time. Oh, 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 wow. Um, oh, oh, old school anime. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> depends on, on how old school we're going. Because to <laughs> me, old school was like early. You can go. You can go. You can go. Eighties, nineties. Uh, okay. Well, early two, okay, early two well, thousands. Okay. If, if we're using that as the basis, uh, Macross Plus. Um, you know amazing yeah. director amazing writer you know same director and writer as samurai shampoo you know same uh director and writer as cowboy bebop you know what i mean like it's 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 old mate like mm-hmm. why does his name suddenly escape me he's one of my favorite directors of all freaking time um what's another yeah um he's oh yeah did he okay I may be a casual on this. Did he work on the uh, soundtrack? No, that was. Um, what was that? So- no, that was. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's her name? I'm a casual. Uh, I forget <laughs> her name. The, the the same person who did the the, the soundtrack to Cowboy Bebop. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Macros Plus. Like, yeah. that's probably a title that most people, uh, like yourself or people who are listening, probably haven't really watched or seen. Um, uh. But it, it's uh, to me, it's just it's perfect s- storytelling. Like you don't need to know anything about Macross to to understand it. Beautifully animated. Um, it's only a four part series. It's uh, an OVA series um, done by Watanabe, um, and it's just tells the story of these two fighter pilots um, competing against each other, um, and their their mutual hatred for each other just sort of spills over into becoming real like you know it, it's it's not just these two pilots who were um testing planes against each other eventually they try to kill each other and it's great it's just friggin great um so yeah you don't need to know anything about macross to see it um yeah get on board either that or uh evangelion everyone knows evangelion it's 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 gorgeous it's amazing um those yeah i, I hold those two in in equal stead as being my favorite old school ones hmm. okay okay i thought you were gonna say akira. Well, look, i mean akira but... yes but it's too like it doesn't it holds up but i've just seen it now four hundred thousand mm-hmm. times that like <laughs> i it's, you know it still it still holds up to this day like it still looks beautiful every the animation and, and still looks too. great you can rewatch it yeah. over and over again. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is amazing. But um, like as far as I, I think I've just seen it now way too many times. Yeah. <laughs> too much. <laughs> okay. Any advice for upcoming um, writers? Self-publish. One hundred percent. You know, like I remember listening to Q and As and going to to, to Q and As and stuff, and you know. Every writer and artist, they all say the same thing. They all say, you've got to self-publish, self-publish. And 
the reason for that i think is and i, I never knew it at the time because when we asked them about like you know we asked like other creators like um, how did you get into the business? They always say, oh, well, I, you know, I, I published my, my first comic. But what we really want to know is um, what were the steps that you took to get famous so I can get famous too? Um, but really, it's true. Like it's, it, When they say self-publish, self-publish. Because there is no, there's no guide on, on getting your work seen. There's no guide on becoming famous within the industry. All you do is just create stuff and someone in a position of authority happens to see it, you know? So um, I've been speaking to some publishers in Japan and the only way that that would have, have ever happened is if I self-published this comic book. Um, that's the only way it happened. And you just need a portfolio behind you. You just need something. Like even if it's just, um, a, you know, a dumb little 12-page comic book. Like just something, just self-publish, because you learn so much mm. in throwing yourself out there yeah. and learning how to swim. Um, and instead of oh, somebody totally. else doing it, right? But also as well, like you need yeah. no one, no publisher, no no one is going to look at you without something behind you. Like you can't send something exactly to, to a publisher and say here's an, an idea i have it doesn't mean anything um they they won't even look at it like you need to have something created to actually have some weight behind you and yeah so that's that's definitely my mm -hmm. advice self-publish just create like um because when you do that you create a portfolio that you can actually show people you can show them what you can do and that's the most important thing Okay, that's some great advice for upcoming writers. So do you, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. go ahead and shout out your, whoever you want or share your media sure. links as well. Um, yeah, look, shout out to Nice. Um, you know, he's, he's been there from day one. Um, great artist, go and check him out. Um, his uh, links on all his social pages are um, you know, slash studio nice 2011. Um, go check him out. Um, go check out uh, the Tokyo Five because um, I don't just use it as a place to you know sell my comic book. It's also a place where you know I love writing articles. Mm -hmm. I haven't done them in honestly over a year, but that's about to change. Uh, yeah, but, I, I saw the new I saw the new yeah, one so earlier. I'm always <laughs> I'm always writing content. Um, I'm always doing articles. Um, it's just I, I I love, as you can tell, because I talk too much. I love talking about this this kind of stuff. So if someone wants to come onto my page and and argue with me, um, so yeah, my social pages are all um, you know slash who is syntax, um, all one word. Syntax is my um, my old rap name. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, like um, yeah, who, who is syntax? Uh, TheTokyo5.com and uh, big shout out to Nice and um, uh, also big shout out to just everyone's friends who who you know push them along like I've got a buddy called Antonio he's a, a filmmaker uh, he and I just talk all the time and he's always you know he's always there sort of saying man like just do it like just get out there and do it and so he he 
represents you know that that friend of ours that we all have who are sort of pushing us to to do things so you know shout out to all the friends who are pushing us to you know to do things to to be greater so yeah that's that's always a a great friend to have someone is able to push you to like um do great things in the near future and um yeah so thank you andrew it's been a pleasure to have you on this episode Uh, i'm hoping well not hoping i'm well okay yes Uh, well hoping success (laughs) in their future with tokyo five and um thank you and and also thank you to, to, to what you're doing like uh interviewing creators and um you know not just just big creators but people like myself um you know people who are just trying to do it like mm-hmm. you know there's it's great that you know you're trying to connect with the world you know we need more more you know media people like you like you know you're you're a writer you do your own things and you know you're, you're always out there trying yeah. to um you know trying to connect with people so yeah so so thank you to you as well so thanks thank you man i appreciate that i appreciate that yeah. very very much all right that ends this episode of cool concept podcast this is Mikhail miles and also this is Andrew Archer. and we are out <laughs> <laughs>